Hello, Radio Free Brooklyn. It's Ori here live with a brand new queer state of mind. We've got a full house this week and a full list of topics, so make sure you grab your drink and get ready. It's New York's only black queer radio show, and it's starting right now on Radio Free Brooklyn. Get into it! It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Yes, hunting. Barbara, you better introduce yes. the girls, honey. Yes, hello, everyone. Welcome to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is 12.02 here in the East Coast at Queer Standard Time. I'm so happy to be in this studio, y'all. Yes, yes. honey. We have her back on as oh, clearly you can see by the professionalism of the introduction. <laughs> I've been doing that this for a minute. That was not me or Micah. No shade. I think I can actually speak for her at this moment. Oh, yes, you can. It's like, so good to see y'all. I haven't seen this new studio. It's, we didn't upgrade Every time I come back to Radio Free Brooklyn. We done upgraded. Oh, I'm right. just so yeah. proud. So proud. Shout out to y'all. If Tom listening, hey, how you doing? Hey, Tom. Yes, they're doing a great job. Oh, I they're love it. Very, very I love it. We're so good to have you here. I named episodes this week. I keep doing it because I'm fucking with Michael. Return of the Mac. <laughs> you know what? Because <laughs> right? I'm petty. You just okay, coming up fine. with all these random names. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, gonna, she gonna post that on the webpage because she's gonna be in the box. I didn't find it. He said the episode was called Return of <laughs> Off the map, but okay. you know what the gag is though. You didn't put the song on the like. There's a whole, that's a whole song. It I didn't put a song because it would just be too, it would be too on the nose. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That is very. It would be too true. on the nose. I'm like, we're not that cheesy. Yeah, are yeah. we not though? No, I would, well, <laughs> not today. I was like, but the Mac being Ori Givens, of course, you know, yeah, and all of that. So we have Marquis will be joining us. Whenever her boat docks no. from wherever uh, her boat is uh, docking from. Oh, wow. Mm, um, mm, yeah, mm, so <laughs> before we actually get started here, Miss Ori's going to be co moderating with me today. So, yeah. well, I'm going to be co moderating with her. So, but we're going to start with uh, the feature track, which is goes yeah. with a topic later. It's called, um, by Celine Dion, A New Day Has Come. Because oh. I did something that I have never. Ever done. Yes. done in my life? Ooh, and it's it a is double a fucking whammy. Oh yes, honey, I've been trying new things. I just haven't been saying I've been trying mm-hmm. new things. Oh, good for you. Because yes. no one needs to know about my business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I like to make sure it's working first before I tell the girls. Yeah, you <laughs> right, know, you don't want to put it out there until no, it's tried and tested. Exactly, no, no, it's got to no. be tried and tested. But anyway, this is probably the first time and last time I'm doing what I did. But <laughs> but, I did, <laughs> but I did it. That's all I'm so, but you listen to question my real if you bring this is Celine Dion with a new day has come. I was waiting for so long for a miracle to come. Everyone told me to. Be strong, 
Welcome that was Celine Dion, honey, with uh, A New Day Has Come. That song just always gets me. Like, that she just gets into those notes, and then, you know, I don't know, I just feel the power from it. You know, that's the one right there. And it's so crazy that that's one of my favorite Celine Dion albums. Mm-hmm. Hi, Miss Marquis. Say hi to the kids. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Oh, wow. yes, Good night. Honey. It depends yes. on what time zone you're in. Yeah, you know. right. Marquis, actually, Marquis is very professional. The first hour, wait till that second hour, honey. Nah. <laughs> Slippery <laughs> slope. When, when Dr. Feelgood stopped to happen, honey. Oh, well, you know, they call it the messy hour for a it is reason. For a reason. Let me Even though you. girls try to deny it, but, uh, you know, we got the evidence. part right she here. She gives you two two seconds in the seat and she's yeah. ready to come for you. Well, before, <laughs> She's already been throwing shade at me right, anyway. Right before Miss Ori starts um, to speak and uh, um, about what's happening in the world and stuff, I like to also, you know, play my little segment and this is the segment we're going to start with, honey. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the girls are fighting. They're fighting. The they girls are, are fighting. fighting. They're going to feel. <laughs> yeah, so, so Miss Ori, now, tell us what's going Ooh. on, girl. The girls are fighting, honey. Well, see, the girls are fighting on a lot of different topics. Exactly. This week. They are, right now, first, the girls are fighting with Delta. Delta is here, and we're now talking about the airline. We're now talking about the actress from Designing Women. We are talking about the Delta variant of the COVID-19 virus that is all over the country, rising cases and disproportionately affecting people who are unvaccinated. And scientists are saying that this variant of the illness is much more transmissible, meaning that more people can get it. 
it's more infectious and it's transmitting from people that are vaccinated. It's transmitting among children. So mm. this is just, it's seemingly a more powerful variant of the virus. So I'm curious, is it making you act any differently? Like, are you doing anything different now that Delta's here? I, I definitely am. Uh, it's kind of like a return a little bit to last mm-hmm. year. So I was, I'll admit, I wasn't as masking as much at the gym because on the treadmill, you're like, okay, I would like to breathe again. And mm-hmm. I do have part, my yeah. double vaccination. But this Delta variant is truly a little bit scary. Like yeah. I, have, I know four people who've gotten it in the past few weeks in the New York area, three of which are double vaccinated. So, and, and two of them, they were not like joy rides. Yeah. Um, and my job, the office, <laughs> oops, there goes Micah. Um, <laughs> you know, my office, we were scheduled to open for September, but we might now reopen in November. Mm-hmm. We're partially open, but it might be like the real deal situation. Yeah. In November. I think a lot of companies are evaluating those return to work policies because they don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen with the Delta variant. And it's better to be safe than sorry. Why bring everybody back just to send them all home again? Exactly. And have a super spreader event at your office. Exactly. (laughs) When you didn't need to. Nobody wants. Nobody wants. (laughs) I need to spread more than Delta variant at my office. But anyway. Lord. um, Lord. In my opinion, like, you know what? Who's ground zero for that? uh, that, (laughs) That's a good question. I think that... um, I think it's here to stay. So, I mean, I'm taking it as seriously as everybody else, but I don't think it's going away. I think it's going to be like the flu. It's just some Mm. people are going to have to live with. Yeah. But I I, I think the issue, too, is that, like, is constantly morphing and evolving. Like, there's already the epsilon that's floating around mm-hmm. somewhere. There's the lambda. lambda. Yeah, I mean, there's some really scary variants out there that are like vaccine resistant. So, who the whole that's, that's what fraternity. Okay, lambda, <laughs> epsilon. Where's the AKs at? Oh, oh watch out! That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a deadly that's one. What I need to find out. Honey, don't do that because our luck, the AKA will be the deadliest ones. I see. I told you yeah. the black ones are gonna be the one. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just saying they, they'll, honey. they will be the best and biggest ones. Okay, <laughs> that's what they gonna be <laughs> i hope not well, I the first can. time i hope we don't win right. <laughs> wow so we're gonna go on to talk about vaccinations because one of the big components of this is that there are many places in the country that are lagging behind as far as vaccination concerned either people have not completed their vaccinations or they haven't started the process for whatever reason maybe it's fear maybe it's worry about the vaccine maybe it's access there could be a number of reasons why people aren't getting vaccinated and in texas um the lieutenant governor dan patrick caused a controversy because he made comments about vaccination rates in the african-american community some think that they're a little bit misguided and and racist and he spoke on fox news saying that democrats weren't doing enough to get black texans vaccinated and democrats in the state have called his comments unacceptable and inflammatory he basically said that you know, the most people in the state that are unvaccinated are black people and black people vote for Democrats. So Democrats really need to do something about this, which the data doesn't really support that. It's only black people that aren't getting vaccinated. It's actually rural areas as well that are not getting so vaccinated. So white people is it, actually it, three to one. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's, it's the whether it's in the urban areas and it's an access issue or it's a hesitancy issue because of the historical treatment of people of color in the medical system. Or if it's a fear of government and fearing of imposition on rights and things like that that's happening in more rural and white communities, there is hesitancy about this vaccination process. Um, I'm curious, have you, do you know people in your worlds that are not vaccinated? Have you had conversations with them about I mean, it? What are they saying? I do know people in the world that, in my world that are not vaccinated. Um, and the conference, look, I let them do them. 
And I'm not trying to judge anyone. I said, look, they're like, well, you know, against my rights and blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, I said, I'm going some. Oh, I can't go there. I can't believe they're not letting people in who are unvaccinated. I said, no, girl, your choice is to not be vaccinated. Right. So, therefore, you can come shimmy and eat at this place. That's all. I'm just cutting dry. I said, so what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Don't you have your right? And they have theirs. So, why are you complaining? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just the way I said. You can do whatever you want to do, but my thing is, you cannot complain about anything that comes with that mm-hmm. to me. So mm-hmm. the people I'm with, they don't complain about that shit to me. I'm like, mm, it's fine. You can do it. I'm vaccinated. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a few friends that are not vaccinated, mm-hmm. and one in particular for her, two of them actually, two of them are women, and they're like they're concerned about the pregnancy factor. Mm-hmm. And so I can't argue against that. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. So. When we discuss it, they they feel like, okay, they feel as though the culture is going against people who do not choose to get vaccinated. Because one of them said this whole anti-vax. She goes, what is that concept? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, these are people who are not getting vaccinated, but it's not like we say anti-seatbelt, anti-cigarette. You know, like at the end of the day, there is some demonization of people choosing what they want to do with their own lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And in particular, there are classes of people whose bodies we don't have enough data on to say certain things. Obviously, I'm double vaccinated, and I think people should get vaccinated, but I do respect, you know, those choices, and they will have to deal with the parameters that they're put in. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is to me. Well, there's a, I think there's a, there's an important, there's a personal choice, and there's the personal implications, but then there are the public health and global implications. And we know from the data that when we don't get the number of vaccinations to help stop the mutation of the virus, then the permutation of the virus continues. Mm-hmm. Um this is this is science. So there there are some refutable or some irrefutable facts that exist about the vaccine, about transmission, and about what is happening right now that I think have become politicized. And because they become politicized, people aren't reading them as the scientific fact that they are. They're seeing it more as some sort of, you know, ploy or some sort of, you know, way to get people to do something that's against their their beliefs um Mm -hmm. i you know for me it just seems like we've gone through so much over the past 17 months Mm -hmm. um waiting for this vaccine and you know i understand everybody's hesitation if you have hesitation talk to your doctor Mm -hmm. talk to your public health officials people have been very very open about getting the information out about this um but we shouldn't demonize people for their choices and i think that's Mm -hmm. a really important thing and this has become one of those topics that you know gets people up in arms Mm -hmm. you know i've seen a lot of comments on facebook where you know they're very accusatory of people that are unvaccinated um and i don't necessarily think that's fair um but Mm -hmm. i also understand that because there is such a prevalence especially in 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 states outside of you know outside of the east coast there's such a prevalence of of unvaccinated people Mm -hmm. um it has greater public health implications yeah yeah, no, I, I also find it really, uh, like, the, the backlash over the idea of a booster shot to be mm-hmm. really fascinating, too. I mean, it seems like now, like, oh, like, therefore the vaccine doesn't work just because of that. But, like, we have to remember, too, with polio, I think it was, like, what? It was, like, a series of four shots, I think, for polio. Mm-hmm. HPV is, like, three shots. Uh, tetanus, we have to get every 10 years. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a new thing that, you know, we have to re-up for, for a vaccine. But, like, for some reason, because of it, because of it's so politicized, because of misinformation. Mm-hmm. It's it's like oh you can't just have a one and done for COVID. Yeah, I think it's just the it's the political aspect of this that's just really fucked up. Mm-hmm. People just can't band together. Like, look, let's just fix the shit. 
we need to be vaccinated enough for people who do not want to get the vaccine to be able to live their lives. So they have to understand that everything that's happening to them, per se, is going to happen until everything calms down. So not because it's not. Yes, I think it's kind of selfish, but at the same time, I understand why, because it's your body, your mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you have the ability to pass them to me to kill me, bitch, don't be mad if I fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's pretty much all it is. So, you know, stay where you are. We stay where it's just the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my opinion. Well, and I think we've been dealing with this for so long that people do have very strong opinions. Yeah. Yes. Know, people do have very Definitely. strong opinions mm-hmm. about, um, you know, just all the information. And people have a lot of traumas about the past yeah. 17 months. You know, yeah. people yeah. may have lost loved ones or people may have been sick themselves. And so I think there's a lot of very powerful, very emotional responses to this. Yes. But at the same time, we have to look at how do, what do we have to do to get to what the end goal is, to some sort of normalcy, some sort of not having to wear a mask on the subway, you know, not having to wear a mask on a plane um, and feeling safe doing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i mean it's i think the part of it that's delaying this whole adoption you know, amongst the remaining people is we're still in the the core of a ptsd you know the trauma yeah. of what has happened absolutely so i remember i wasn't going to get the vaccine i was like what am i going to do? no no i need five years until this thing is going to happen but like you know as, as time went on i did a you know change my mind but we still literally are just getting out of the whole shakeup of the whole entire mm-hmm. right. world yeah. right society and culture and careers and all that so you know I, I, at the end of the day uh you know certain folks who are going to be informed are going to have decisions about it and then those who are like whoa i'm still trying to get my head around this i'm not ready yet it's just it's a traumatizing experience and also i'm really glad you brought that like that that your initial hesitation because you're, like, you're going to wait five years because like i feel like that's also like a big part of it because we think of like oh a vaccine like it takes like five ten years before you can really trust it and mm-hmm. it's like this is like a new type of technology right mm-hmm. like the fact that like because of technology with the covid vaccine we actually might have an hiv vaccine yeah like that's huge like we just have to rethink that like technology has changed science yeah. has we've made new discoveries in the last 50 years and that's a good thing. But I'm glad you brought that up because let's think. Those folks who are not getting vaccinated are thinking, well, why haven't we had HIV cured a long time ago? Why right. haven't we had AIDS cured a long time ago? Why mm-hmm. haven't we had, you know, there are all these diseases that are out there. And all of a sudden, you know, I get SARS-19 has been around for a while, but still have these other diseases. This is a business. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, so, yeah. and so that's where you're going to have that hesitancy of, oh, okay, we don't have cures for this. But all of a sudden we got a cure for that because right. that's messing up the whole fucking world. Right. And also, like, oh, is that FDA approved? It's like, well, how many vaccines are FDA approved? Like, yeah. <laughs> like where is no, it coming from? Honey. Yeah. So, when we also have, you know, this is a global pandemic, and each country evaluates all of those things very yeah. differently. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that's been in the news this week, transitioning from one big topic to another, is the takeover of Afghanistan by the Taliban. Mm-hmm. And now, reports that the Taliban overtook Kabul and assumed power over the past week, sending many Afghans to try to flee from the country, um, especially veterans of the war, um, people that assisted uh, U.S. and allied soldiers, veterans, um, are trying to get to the U.S. and get to other safe nations right now. Mm-hmm. Um, flights out of the country have been limited or shut down completely. Resources are, are very limited. Money transfers have been shut down, so you can't get any money into Afghanistan to help people that may be trying to get out. Wow. Um, and a lot of people, are, um, especially women, those have been speaking out um, for women's rights and for education rights, are worried about retribution um, from this new um, government that has put itself in place. Um, 
you know, it's kind of, it's been dominating the news here, um, but it's one of those things that's happening really far away, but it has a connection here. What are your kind of thoughts about, um, you know, not only what has happened, but what, you know, the U.S. has done since to, you know, try to help these people or, you know, some people think maybe they haven't done enough. Um, mm. Biden's getting a lot of criticism over this. I mean, I feel as though I was looking at it because I was off <laughs> out of loop for a minute, but um, I was like, well, Afghanistan has been the most unconquerable place in the world. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at it historically quickly. You know, the Russians tried. Uh, there was the Alexander the Great trying to make it all the way over there thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. That is a, a territory and geography that is geographically hard as hell to mm-hmm. try to even physically conquer. So I think the expectation that after withdrawal, after 20 years of being there, that it was going to be a smooth like, oh, okay, well, here you go. And the Taliban's not going to do anything. That country has been fought over for centuries and thousands of years. Um, at the end of the day, we needed to get out. We have to get out. And it sucks that shit's happening. And we need to like support all of the Afghan translators and people who mm-hmm. helped us. But that country is hard as anything to do anything in. Mm-hmm. It's like the Middle East. You will never, quote unquote, fix it. Mm-hmm. And what does fixing it look like? Sure. Right? Uh, stability. Political stability. Um, that are, the, Afghanistan is an invented country. Mm-hmm. So when you look at... <clears throat> Excuse me, inventing nation states in a post-colonial era, that's mainly the issues that you have. You look at parts of Western Africa, you look at Latin America, you look at uh, the Israel-Palestine situation, which is a post-19 World War II dynamic. Mm -hmm. The creation of nation states without the creation of the citizens doing it will always result in political turmoil and challenge and unrest. Afghanistan is 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 a relatively decades old concept. And therefore, that's why it's still getting itself together. You better speak, mm. honey. Some people think that it was the way that the United States handled the fallout, that the resources weren't put in place to evacuate the um, allies quick enough, that we knew about this happening before it happened. Um should the U.S. have done more? Is there anything more that the U.S. could have done? What are your thoughts on, on well, that? Well, this shouldn't have been there to begin with, so let's start at the beginning. Right. And why do you think that? Because that's not our country. Mm-hmm. Why are you over there? You don't just walk in another girl's house and sit down. <laughs> I mean, out. some girls do. I mean, some girls do. <laughs> Clearly, that's what the USA is. It's like, okay. We went there to get Bin Laden. Yeah. We went there for but, something else. Right. Let's, let's be real here. We should not have been there. Half this war shouldn't have been there. I, look, it's clearly, I 100%, I can honestly say, I hate to say it, I understand what the people are going through. I, I understand. Right. I've been that girl before. It's not cute when you're on the other side, when you're caught between. When that war happened in Liberia, it was because there was, it was over uh, steel and rubber. Um, and they couldn't get the rubber from the president the way they used to because he had an A for education, but then when he got smarter, he couldn't. So you had to bring a war group in, and they used people who we call interior people, pretty much up from the country, who they just handed guns to people who just thought the people in the city was, like, terrible, so they just want to kill the people in the city and take over. And so that's kind of what happened. So it becomes a whole shitty mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, I feel horrible about what's happening, you know, because, I, like I said, I understand, but... I mean, (laughs) it's a lot. Right. I mean, the issue is like when you disguise colonialism as a nation building, you're not going to get the end result you need anyway. Right. So like this is the like the people aren't ready to like 
control like, to, you know, to protect their country because like you didn't train them for that. You yeah, you trained them no. to you trained to be a colony mm-hmm. um, to get their resources. You out give of them it. fish. That's they didn't teach them yeah. how to fish. You just mm-hmm. give them the fish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, and you know, this, obviously it's going to leave a stain on our country. I mean, I think it's also just like further solidifies that the U.S. is not the power it was before. I mean, between the way we treat our own people versus how we also treat other people as well, it's like we're not. We're, we're trying to be this grand empire that clearly collapsed. You know what I think I, it is? I don't think, that you, I don't think the U.S. has collapsed at all. We have I a think collapse, that but. the girls got sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a difference. The U.S. was able to go anywhere and do anything because people yeah. think they needed that girl. It's like when you realize, like, and I'm about to give a real terrible analogy. When you realize your tacos are better than another bitch, you're like, wait a minute, girl. I don't need you bringing that over here. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can control my shit myself. My right. And then it gets to the point where, like, well, you need us. And then when you're like, I don't need you to, like, then just send people over to burn down your taco truck. You see, bitch, I told you. Yeah. It's like right. that whole thing where it's like we're kind of being <clears throat> allegedly a bully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and it's hard. To, and again, I yeah. like like U.S. We're what maybe twenty thousand miles from Afghanistan. Right. Russia was right north of Afghanistan, right. right there, and they don't play, and they could not conquer and keep Afghanistan down. Right. So I don't think it's a sign of limitation of U.S. power. Right. I think if anything, it's like Afghanistan's like we're not the, the we're, we're, we're not, not the one. Yeah. 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 I'm not that one bitch. I'm not Afghanistan's not that girl. Them right. girls literally waiting Those are in the, the girls in the that dirt. if right. there's something going on in the front of the yard, mm-hmm. they're like, let us figure it out. Right. Like we got this. Don't call the cops. We got oh. it. Right. And they literally sit in the cabinet like this girl. Right. And then as soon as the red, they say, oh, it's time for us to go. Soon a girl, the first girl steps foot in American soil, get a bitch that we don't talk over the government. She literally. Was um I put it this way, Miss? They say the U.S. is Miss Foxy. You don't know who that is. I was waiting for you at the door. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, yeah. what? You don't know Miss Foxy? <laughs> yeah, but See, I, I heard just, about you. I'm laughing. I know why. We That's Af- again US. Afghanistan. That didn't do you. I was waiting for you at the door, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Bitch, that is Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. Not laughing. I'm not laughing at people's pain. Let's don't uh, want you to get that impression. Mm-mm. It's just terrible, and I don't think we should have been there. We shouldn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, I mean, and I think we definitely need to like help all the Af- Afghan people the who people were helping yeah. us because that's it's such a mess. Mm. Get like, them, they can't get visas. Get them in and just put them. You can even you don't have to bring them to the U.S. Just get them out of there and put Safe them somewhere. Yeah. Place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When there's you know they're, they they are fortunately are able to get some people evacuated. They have been you know to various different countries, but there's a lot of people um, that are yeah. still trying to figure things out. So. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a new story that's going to keep on going. Poor one for Afghanistan. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Let's leave on. I guess it's not a happy note, but it's a person <laughs> I love talking about because I love Lizzo. But I'm sad because haters be coming for her. Like, I don't understand. You know, we've had many, 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 many conversations about fat phobia on this show. Yes. Like, specifically within the queer community, but also extending out to other communities and you know, if you don't have that perfect body, why you're seen as less than. Um, but this is a woman who is, you know, she's gotten to like the heights of her career. She's popular. She's selling records. She's making waves. But people still want to focus on her body and what she wears and what they think is appropriate. Um, she recently re- released a collab with Cardi B that a lot of people don't like. Um, and she's thinking it's really just because she's plus size. They don't mm-hmm. think she should be a plus size pop star. And she continues to receive hurtful, racist, fat phobic comments on social media. Um, and she took the Instagram live to kind of call those out. So, again, this it's sad that we continue to have this conversation because it's not new. 
I guess, why do people have to be, why can't people mind their business? Why are people so hateful? For real. Yeah. That part. It's straight. I, 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 I'm surprised this is still happening. Like fat shaming and all that. I, right. It's a, it's, don't I'm, talk about I just talked to Micah today too he called me fat what I didn't call you fat <laughs> I called you ashy <laughs> now I see why that skin therapy lotion's out there uh, oh, that's a whole story behind but, that don't worry I'll tell I, I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get payback for that one yeah absolutely <laughs> right. one, one of my let me put my wall up hold on a second <laughs> right. I'm uh, <laughs> No, I mean I'm. I don't have much to say about because I'm just I'm shocked. It's so dumb. Yeah. It literally is at, at the end of the day so dumb that people would do that to other people. I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's rooted. I mean, obviously the intersection of her identities as a black woman. I'm sure that also ha- plays a significant role in the phobia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I I really enjoyed the new song "Rumors." I think that's I really cute. It was cute. I thought it was really cute. The video, video was cute. It. It was I cute. don't yeah. like that song or the production. Oh, you don't? I do oh. not. I don't like the song. I'm not oh, talking okay. about her. I just don't like the song. I'm, I'm, I thought, I'm, well, see, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, wait, is she remaking rumors like Lindsay Lohan rumors? Girl, oh, you yeah, tried yeah, it. Too. As, but it's not. No, it's not. It's a whole new song. It's a whole new song. It's, it's cute. cute. I like it. Oh, yeah. It's cute. It's cute. It's a cute little bop. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, For me, I, <laughs> look, I, I, I think, I personally think the song's terrible, <laughs> but that doesn't take away from her issue mm-hmm. in the sense. Um, I think that she would be better received if she wasn't, quote unquote, trying to be sexy in their eyes. Because if she was just a big girl that just sung, a.k.a. like Adele, she would be, I think she would be received better Mm. by the the masses. But I think the fact that they don't think that big people should be sexy or are sexy, that becomes a problem. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's a big problem, right? Like, I mean... why can't why can't someone who's bigger like embrace their body and love themselves like you, mm-hmm. just because you can you know just because like you are bigger doesn't mean you have to you know be like you know the, the friend with like the heart of gold even though mm-hmm. you're a, you know a fucking yeah they don't need to be stereotyped put into yeah. a box basically <laughs> yeah. and yeah I guess it's dumb I mean that's just it's, it's <laughs> unfortunate but that's the way the world has been set up and so it's going to take a minute for them to start to break that down and she's good at what she does. <clears throat> Do I think she's like the best person out there? No, I like her energy. And I yeah. think she does what she does with the energy she has, and that's what she's going to do. But I don't want her... It's that fine line for me where it's like, I don't want somebody who is bigger or something to think that... I want her to stay an artist. Mm-hmm. And I want her to focus on whether her work is the best work she's doing. Mm-hmm. And not be out there saying like, well, you don't like it because I'm fat. No, bitch, maybe the track is terrible. I want her to. I want her to focus on that because I think that's going to carry her musically. She's always going to win. Mm-hmm. No, you can be fat, skinny. If you have a talent, you'll always win. But once you start to let people break you down and you start to equate everything together, even <clears throat> if it might be that, if you start to do that, that's when you you be, you get damaged. But yeah. I think it's good she's speaking about it. Like there's yeah. so yeah. many it's good things to speak about on the record. Realize over the last yeah. what year year yeah. plus now about so many yeah. uh, the things we didn't speak about as black men right. or as black people. You know, now everyone's like, wait, I got have a chance to no, finally yeah. speak my you truth. Should. Absolutely. Whether it's being fat shamed or race shamed or yeah. gender or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, I think it's great that she is taking and using her platform to elevate the situations that people are going through. And like I said, I just, she's probably just had enough. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, I get not getting off target of her career, but she's probably had enough. Yeah, I just wanted to be, because for her, in order for her to just continue and do what she did before, 
She just has to continue being great in her art. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what people are linking it to. Be good in your art because at the end of the day, your stuff will speak for itself. Etta James had hits in the 50s, but she had a resurgence later because Etta James was a big girl too. Mm-hmm. That's why she wasn't as huge as a pop star she wanted to be. But at the end of the day, her work mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the one. That's right. You know, that's, that's just, I'm just saying, sister, just worry about your work. Right. Because honestly, this is it's a fucking microwave pop world now anyway. So that three years from now, girl, you're going to be a C-Lace artist. Oop. That's I mean- no shade. That's just the way the world works. It's disposable pop now. Oh. It's disposable. You know, what's fame? On that well, note. I hope not. I hope she's I'm not hope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm not like, putting no. the nails Damn. in the coffin. Right. She's like, she's done no, anyway. No, 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 no. I'm not saying she's done. I'm just, I'm Ooh. speaking in reality. <laughs> the reality of the situation is even like. It's Bill, hard to sustain. Billy, Billy Eilish, she was 18, 19 years old. Her album was, the new album is not blowing up the way the last one did. Mm-hmm. The kids move on the that cycle, quickly. Yeah. The cycle is yeah. very no quick. There's no shade. The cycle yeah. is very quick. Yeah, the cycle's quick now because it's like microwave. So, you know, that's why I want her to just concentrate on being a musician because that can carry you for the rest of your fucking life. Yes. Mm-hmm. People will always go see Lizzo if they know what she do, what she becomes famous or what she becomes independent again. So true. Absolutely. absolutely. So. Well, we love her. We love Lizzo. Yes. So we gonna play one of her tracks here coming up. We also gonna play a track from Jill Scott and Martha Wash because yes. you know the these black women club. can blow the big black woman club. They're going to sing us down for this first musical break right here on <laughs> Queer State of Mind. We got so much more talk coming up here. So yes. you go get a drink, go, you know, do what you got to do. We're going to have this musical break coming up and we'll be back in about 15 minutes or so here on Radio Free Brooklyn. So stick around.
gonna be way more than friends. What? More than friends? What you want me to say?
dance over here Everybody combining in a fabulous place There is sweating and whining, champion and dining Hear the people screaming, clapping, just bellowing See and see and the brown man chilling Let's get funky and ride to the rhythm Bounce to the beat, see and see it's just hitting Ladies, let your body just flow non-stop it Listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, honey. Sorry about that little glitch right there. It's my queef. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> Not a queef. Too much. Yes. That yes. was the ladies of plus size break. Uh, we had. Miss Lizzo, we had Miss Joe Scott with A Long Walk. Uh, one of my favorite songs, one of my songs that I dedicate to my dear friend Raina Hamelin, and she knows why. Oh, maybe uh, we could just be silent. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> feasible. Hey, yeah, she knows why, and y'all know why. And Do You Want to Get Funky by CNC Music Factory, one of my favorite, favorite um, things in the world. And I'm tripping right now because somebody is moving this laptop. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Is there a ghost here? Oh, somebody's <laughs> in the system. Is there a oh, ghost? No. Like, it's not me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this keychain? Okay. Oh, 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 we are, Sorry. We're not going to talk about what happened. We're not going to talk about what happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, somebody's but, playing this system. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Or maybe it's, maybe it's I don't know. Who's the manager? Whoever today? it is. Hi. Stop hey. it. <laughs> Where's the manager? We're breaking breaking the fourth wall. Anyway. Yeah. So, just to read this little thing. Little Free Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Elevate Pharmacy, offering little or no cost medical braces more information available at 844-598-6639 yeah oh, amen so always lead us lead us to a rock what the hell we're we talking about now? oh my gosh so let's let's talk about what's happening in the culture because this week we learned that the new host of jeopardy actually won't yes. be yeah so mike richards was named the host of the show after a long public search you know we had robert roberts we had all these people audition quote unquote to be the guest or the host of jeopardy turns out he was kind of going to be the person anyway they announced it him and mayim bialik would be hosts and then oh, i can see her this um mm-hmm. tapes came out you know they always got the tapes tapes always come out um <laughs> that's why we're about this show sometimes oh mm-hmm. tapes the tapes. Um, oh, girl, they're going to so, get me for sure. Yeah, they're going to get me. They're going to get um, me. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I'm, like, I'm just going to collect my coins uh, for my fi- I'm going to have my 15 minutes of fame, collect all my money, go away. They're going to get me. I'm ready for it. And Ori Givens is not a part of anything I said. I'm not going to fuck up my sister. She's going to keep her job on Channel 754 Inspector. 
Yes, you are. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm I just waiting for the day you. when we're like in DC and they're like, do you testify that Senator elect? <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> that Senator elect over here from New York. What about Peter, me? Senator Maybe when I tell you, the way I will be sitting did around. Did she say on Radio Brooklyn? Yes, sir, she did. She did. <laughs> you know what? Baby, when, when, excuse me. When this, when this <laughs> word in the mic, I'm going to be over there like, do you have a, I don't have no comment. I, actually, no you know comment. what? I don't know the bitch. No, but I don't know her. I don't know her. I've never seen her. Well, you know, yeah. she's been your friend for over 10 years, bitch. I don't. You will keep it on lock. her. You will keep it on lock. I'll be like, how much page six? I'll tell you everything about her. Excuse I can't. you. She will. Six or seven figures. No, I'm good. Nope. I can't. All right, so, so <laughs> the interesting thing about this whole Jeopardy debacle is is that we learned that Alex Trebek actually had somebody that he wanted to replace him. Mm. Turns out he wanted a black woman to replace him on the show. Mm -hmm. A woman named Laura Coach. She's a legal analyst. We ain't heard nan word about this woman. Never. Did not Not hear hear a word. She was not one of the people that was evaluated. And you would think that if Alex Trebek, may he rest, had mentioned her name, that she would at least get an audition. Yeah. But it seems like right. there was something else going on behind yeah. the scenes. Well, what, what do you think was going on? Or, you know, no, or you don't. You no, know. no, no, no. I'm sorry. But there's this interesting, I will frame it in the sense of this meme that was going around. Okay. Because mm. it was cute. Fair enough. Because it was like, um, you know, what happened to LeVar Burton is basically what happens to every person of color in academia. They do this big, giant, diverse search, and then they end up hiring the internal white candidate. Mm. Yep. And so, yeah, my thing is, if he picked his successor, this should have won with that. So if he would have picked the guy, it would have been that. But he literally, when you watch the video, it looked like that was like his daughter. Like, he do this bitch. Like, Mm -hmm. he do Mm -hmm. this bitch down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, oh, no, you, you're the one, honey. Mm -hmm. You literally get it. And it all works out together. He said, look, and he was giving, he was throwing him a fucking bone. He Mm -hmm. threw you a bone. Yeah. The bone. He wasn't even trying to be political. He wasn't trying to be woke. He, wasn't trying, he was just giving the person he, he thought was best for the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. why wasn't that, you know, that And why wasn't that enough? Here. Yeah. That, it, well, because somebody else obviously wanted that job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh-huh. I, I just like the whole situation of the guy who's hiring for that job puts himself and is like, oh, I think I'm the best to do the job. Yeah. Like, that makes hard. me so shady. <laughs> right. right. Shady. I had no idea it and went nobody, down like that. Well, and nobody <laughs> even knew that he was kind of in the running until he like guest hosted and they're like, oh. It was so it last is. minute. I was like, oh, but then also, like, they, it was leaked that those discussions were happening like in the middle of the guest hosting session. So it wasn't mm. like they were, you you know, necessarily waiting to find out. Mm. Um, what do you think this means for Mr. LeVar Burton? Uh, so I have to admit, I did not see his hosting. I know I didn't. And either. all I read those that mixed reviews mm-hmm. about how he hosted. So it's I hard for me it. to like, mm. you know, opine, but there was a lot of pressure on him to like, not he's get very out of the smart, park. but um, I don't think he's, I don't think he's meant for this. Mm-hmm. I think he needs a show like this. Yeah. yeah. I think they can yeah. create a his show, own he's a show like this him. around yeah. his Uniquely personality. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's a very specific type of black intellectual mm-hmm. that's probably doesn't work for jeopardy. 
Mm-hmm. There's no shade in that. Yeah. That's just not who he is. I think he needs a show that works with him. Like certain people can move. Like, come example, <clears throat> Wayne Brady works well with Deal or No Deal. His personality in that sense is like he, right. on, that is not what he's That's on. It. Oh, what's he on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Let's make wow. A deal. Oh, oh, same thing. Yeah. What, what was the show? I forgot. Damn. But is that the one with the, su- the suitcases? Yeah, that's Deal or No Deal. Yeah, okay. That was Howie Mandel. <laughs> Let's make a deal. Don't act like neither Michael or Marky Young knew what the fuck he was on either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. I'm like, what is he on? <laughs> I forgot all about my him. Sister, <laughs> good, uh, my sister, Michael Hunter, she was shopping uh, on the bus and I mentioned, oh, bitch, you know, I, I, I knew that. A bitch did you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you wouldn't know it, would you? <laughs> uh, but no, you know what I mean? I, he needs something that is for him. Yeah. And his, and I think that Picking some Jeopardy, you have to be kind of dry. Mm. I don't think LeVar Burton is that dry. No, he got right. personality. He has personality. Yeah. You have to be dry. You know, honestly, I loved him. He did a spot. He was a guest anchor for Good Morning America. Or no, CBS This Morning. And he did really well. Like, I loved him oh. on CBS This Morning. Might like, be I like, think like, a morning show would be really cute. Uh, yeah, I think oh, like he's cute. a third hour really? morning. So 10 o'clock, yeah. 10 a.m. He could be the Hoda, and, you know, the Hoda and Jenna hour yes, on CBS just getting, or something. Just getting wasted. Well, I just was surprised. I was like, oh, LeVar... I loved him as a kid. I just didn't know he was still like, looking to do He has a great podcast. Yeah. Um, he just like reads oh, like stories. Okay. Like, it's a great stories. career. Well, I think too, okay. like our generation, no the yeah. Reading Rainbow kids basically yeah. were like, oh my God, why can't he host Jeopardy? Oh that would God. be awesome. It seems so literally, so sensible. The gays, Reading Rainbow. The Reading, the reading Rainbow. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. literally. Ooh, book club? <laughs> oh, I remember. Yes, I, mean, I remember. remember. Yeah, there's a whole another thing, another topic. I'm not gonna get into that topic on air. We'll keep your job, after. girl. Keep oh, your job. Oh, oh, okay, keep your job. If you, if you get, if you, you know, you know, maybe if you, you know, you I don't know. We're not know. gonna be online anyway. Okay. So God. let's move on now. <laughs> the girl's been busy. Over the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were displaced, finding ways to supplement their income, and oh. OnlyFans became very, very popular over the pandemic mm-hmm. for people, you know, having fun, trying to make ends meet, doing whatever, getting a little extra coin. Well, it turns out OnlyFans no longer wants to be in the business of adult content, and they have announced that they will be blocking adult content on their site uh, very soon. It's, okay, it's, it's a dumb move. So Tumblr, we remember what happened with Tumblr, right? Girl. Mm-hmm. Also, Tumblr never really shut down adult content. It's weird because no, girl, I there. deleted the oh. next day. It was gone <laughs> to get gone. my life. I was like, well, right. well, sorry, there's that. It's but it's one of these new. It's one of these things where these companies kind of capitalize on this audience and then just kind of leave them on the side of the road. Like mm-hmm. what you know, I, I guess. What's the mentality behind it? You know, I understand maybe they want to make their platform more, you know, friendly to all ages and they don't want to be known as like the sex platform. I think they were sold. You well, know, and, and also they're trying to get acquired. I think they were sold. I think it's a foreign market mm-hmm. because anyone in America, who is, I mean, this is a fucking, that business, I mean, you're fucking, you, you OnlyFans became that bitch a thing yeah, yeah. it was so, a literally thing like so many people thing. it was like, a whole move started only fans like celebrities I I like, oh, you yeah. can't yeah. there are different wow. tiers i mean people were charging up to a hundred dollars a month people were making money Wait, mm. like celebrities got on and they're like i'm gonna show my coochie too exactly and wow. making money wow. and it, it was actually classy for a celebrity to have an only fans page yeah and what was i mean i'm not as familiar like the new with playboy it, they just like do photos on there if they were celebrities celebrity the more photos i beat them well some of them got real freaky but okay. they did the teasers like be wearing like something sheer it was like something they will wear on a magazine every now and then but it's just doing it for the only fan yeah it was very much okay. like 
or I can almost see, you know, if I squint a little bit more, I can see something else. It was almost that for celebrities. Okay. Some people are just, you know, full-blown porn, whatever. But there were layers to it, and they were making money. Mm. And mm-hmm. everybody knew that was only fans was for. And if I was the CEO, I'd be like, yes, bitch, let's do this. Because you were actually kind of running the playboy of the 21st century. Okay. You know, okay. where it was classy for if you're a celebrity to go to Playboy, take a picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Well, I mean, how I look, like, the news and their whole switch over to like dropping and changing and no longer having what they had at, on the, on the service. It's just an accelerated model of a business transitioning to survive. Yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh Initially yeah. was a Girl. hunter's equipment company. All they did was create fishing supplies, wildlife equipment and attire to wear hunting. And all of a sudden they went from an audience of catering to older white men to like catering to the masses yes. of youth globally. Well, and they so capitalized on that fans. new trend of rugged casual. They like yeah. you know really brought that brand, I guess, to the to the forefront. Yeah, they went from rugged wildlife to oh, okay, now it's a pre- quote unquote preppy type mm-hmm. of yeah. look. And so I think OnlyFans just did that in a much faster pace because they can in a digital age. Yeah, and they're surviving. I'm not saying I support all of a sudden abandoning how you made well, your money and the people who were your product. Yeah, right. it, it makes like, sense like, because the like the people were like um, in the last minute we have here, the people were like. We made you. Mm-hmm. This little mm-hmm. yeah. They made you. This little right. corporate yeah. made all, you. All these sex workers yeah. and like queer. I, and to be fair, yeah. girl, yeah. when I saw a boy, I like I tried to scoot over to see if he had, you know, a piece of I put some only fans, girl. <laughs> scoot on over there, girl. You know, you know. Now mm-hmm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Has any girl here been only fan? No, I've no, never. I haven't. No. no. Although I'm gonna say because uh, you know they're now the switchover is happening, I'm assuming there's gonna be a lot of fire sales on, on girls' accounts. Yeah, you know, if you want to, uh, you know, subscribe for like you know two dollars, yeah. they're probably gonna come out. Yeah, so. No, so. you get it done. You get it done. Well, <laughs> we got a whole nother hour of this, y'all. Oh my god, it's yes. like the first hour is over. We got a whole nother hour of queer state of mind coming up, and Sadu got a secret that he gonna tell Girl. us after the break. Carmo's corner, honey. Carmo's corner is coming, and we've got some details on Black Pride this weekend, oh. and what you know, all the things that are happening. Queer State of Mind is coming up right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Stay tuned for the second hour. Fucked up, honey. Yes. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Yeah, Look at mer- God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. You did. I did there. And I appreciate it. Amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Crazy the Mind. I'm gonna let these queens calm down because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're doing whatever. the most. I'm All right. What, I want. what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is happening on the record right now? You say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, nah, this is my good Judy. This what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. <laughs> 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 
time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, y'all. We are back here at Queer State of Mind Live. I'm so happy. Let me just say that Ori is here. Hi. And I am two shots of tequila in, so it is about to be messy now. Mm-hmm. And we're about to go to the music break. I'm about to get all the rest of the girls together. Miss Ori, would you? I'm going to tell you why I picked this song. Yes. So, and I'll let you introduce it. Well, mm-hmm. introduce it first, and I'll tell you why I picked it. Yeah. Well, we are getting ready to play our throwback track, which is the fabulous, talented, legendary Whitney Houston, and try it on my own. I really don't really know this track. Like, I'm sure I've heard it, but like, it's not coming. You to know me. why I don't know this track? Because I never bought this from that Just Whitney album. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> didn't didn't have her. <laughs> So I didn't know that album was a thing until like 10 years after it came. <laughs> Girl. I didn't know that she released Why are you looking at Girl. me? Uh, I thought, uh, let me tell you something. I walked past the album like I walked past Rainbow. Shut up. <laughs> I like Rainbow. Anything that, bitch, I walked past both of them. I was like, huh? <laughs> you bitches are not going to be over here trying to play with my fucking emotions. But, but Rainbow was a hit though, right? Uh, um, I mean, it, it, it was. It, mm, I don't. For, I, for I don't a regular know. girl, it was a hit. For a regular uh, girl was yeah, a hit. Not a Whitney yeah. hit though. Not, not a, no. But anyway, so I picked this song because uh, people are. I, I tried something very new this week. <laughs> Extremely new. When I told Ori, he was still talking about the first part of something new until I dropped the second part on him. And he was like, oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about this on air. Breaking news, girl. Breaking <laughs> news. She said breaking news. Breaking news, honey. I was like, okay, that's fine. So I picked Try It on my own because it's all about trying new things. And so you're listening to Question of Mine live. On Radio Free Brooklyn.
And she said she tried crack up. Oh, she tried it on her own. <laughs> <laughs> that's not in the script. It's not in the script. No, that's not in the script. That's not in the script. But you know what? Every time I saw Whitney, I have to say this because it's always one time. Every time I saw Whitney, I was like, oh my God, what is going on for her? You know what? They're going to feel sorry for her. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to say I love the addition of sound effects to this show. It makes me happy. I just I just want to try something else. Yeah, that was it. So, um, all right. Anyway, girls just become extra since I've left. Oh yeah, because we we have. Oh hi everybody. I'm Duran. Oh yeah, so Duran is back. I I I just he came to just he was just Mm. gonna sit. Be fair. He was just gonna (laughs) sit in the corner because Duran is not letting me have what I'm gonna have. And I was like, you know what, girl. I had a couple of shots of tequila. I said, like, come on, come on, you know, talk. Look what the pussy dragged in. Look, I'm just yeah, so happy to have pussy. all my girls. <laughs> oh. Next week, we need to have Miss Justin come down from the Bronx. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because I, I actually came this week because I'm not coming next week. Oh, well. I guess I am. Because <laughs> you got so many I, I plans. Will be, I will be here. Anyway, this weekend, it's Black Pride, y'all. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I hope so because we got apparently a storms are coming. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what's happening with my travel. Let's plans. be real here. Didn't no bitch know it was black, black pride. <laughs> We're like, wait, oh, in general? Yes, yeah. girl. They in have New two York. already. Yeah, it's in New York. It's the New York Black Gay Pride yeah, this weekend. The big, the, big oh. Coney Island, the big Coney Island boardwalk event is tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I feel terrible because we are a, black, uh, a queer 
um, <laughs> people of color POC show, and we should have known this, but I apologize to organize. No, you can say black. Right. We'll, well, we'll just have Let's to make sure the next year we'll have them on ahead of time. Yeah. Remember that, when, I, when we had we those say, meetings we and we talked about who should we have on the show? That's people we should have on the show. Yes, True. Yes. I'm just saying. And I promise y'all, the fifth time since we talked about this and we didn't do it, we're going to do it the sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> Six times the charm. Six times Listen, the charm. Black, black Pride That's can be... That's the theme for our, re- for our anniversary. Oh, yes. Six times the charm. Yeah. Look at what we did there. Yes. Well, so... NYC Black Gay Pride, yes, which Marky, is uh, Wednesday, August 18th, which just passed, but it started on Wednesday, going through to Sunday, August 22nd, the 24th annual. Uh, and I've been to it over the years. It just came out of nowhere. I actually was surprised. Yeah, I was this girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and you didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know because a lot of things, like <laughs> a lot you. of those big types of events get canceled. So I wasn't yeah. even sure. Well, yeah. like now we have this little storm coming up, Yeah, you know, the coast. So I don't know what's going on. But at the end of the day... Wait, actually, let me say one thing. Do you know there's a black gay pride flag? No. Like no. Black, oh. Is actually, it like the black liberation fa- uh, flag and the gay it, pride it, flag put yes, together? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, we have a flag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we know that flag, girl. I, okay. Everybody's on Not there. the one that looks like kind of like with the with the... The triangle and then the pride, I, like not that's the new. I feel the like there's new, two different versions because there's like yeah, one with black and brown, flag. and then yeah. there's, yeah, then there's one with like the actual one. black liberation. Uh, yeah, like, so you got the, the fist, you got like the our, the fist surrounded by uh, the. No, no, I know that flag. I had it up. We should. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that one. No, no I know that. that. I know yeah. that. Oh, any one of those? No, no, I have that flag. I was like, oh, I don't know that one. This is the one. We got the fist up in it. We got to get that logo on a shirt. Alongside um, gay nigga shit, remember yeah. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get our oh, gay nigga shit shirt. Follow that on the rim. I, I'm a white woman. Oh, I will not be worried. <laughs> no, man. Wide woman. Now gay African nigga shit. I'm like, it's very different. Me and Mike are gonna do it. She we had, talked she about had this. to have that extra level of bougie. Let me get like act like I can talk on this microphone. So, so yeah, so yeah. there are a, a host of activities, uh, weather permitting. Um, one includes though. That there will be a mixer on. Oh, that was Wednesday the 18th. Uh, the biggest event. If we look at yes, sir. Oops. we missed it all. The big event is tomorrow the on the boardwalk. Oops, never mind. Pride at the beach event at Coney Island Beach and Boardwalk. So I'll repeat: Black Gay Pride organizers are capping off the festivities with a Pride at the Beach event at Coney Island Beach yes. and Boardwalk tomorrow on demand, August. 22nd. So if you can make it mall. and um, bring your ring, cozy, you know. Um, I mean, if <laughs> all kinds of, and maybe your life alert, Griffin's hurricane to carry you away. Like, yo, what are those flags? You need those hurricane flags? Yes, honey. Dude. But the girls will Bring show an up. Uh, yeah, I'm a, we gonna be there. You better have an anchor, <laughs> unless unless it's like a uh, unless they got the hurricane flags and they like you can't be on a boardwalk. Or oh, you have to tell me about this we person. I don't know who this. I have been talking about this person with people. I was like, who is this we? That people speak of. <laughs> Who's the wait? Wait, who? Who is this? We? I mean, there's, there's like six I, girls I, in I this. I know, I know, I. <laughs> I know me and Duran. I know me, Duran and Marquis, but I don't know this we. Yeah. <laughs> As in the all collective that going to be there. Who mm-hmm. is this we? Because I am not going to be in the boardwalk. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe, Why not? And I know they, because you know I live in the land of they, honey. I know all of them. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know why not, oh, girl. God. You'll be a hit there. 
Uh, mm-hmm. That's why we should go. No, we should go. So yeah, <laughs> go support Definitely Black go Pride. Support. It's free. It's a yeah. super fun event. Like it's just great to be surrounded by us and like to be able to just like live and have fun. Mm-hmm. So we definitely want to support it and get out there. Hopefully, Miss Hurricane don't. What is the name of this hurricane? I don't even know. Or tropical storm. It's a tropical yeah, storm. It's still a tropical storm. Tropical storm. They said right? when it gets to Henry. 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 Tropical storm. Henry. Henri. Henri. It took you a minute, right? That's Henri. what Henri is. Mm. Henri. That's yeah, Henri French. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. Typical store Henri. Henri. But actually, it's going to be a hurricane tomorrow. Yeah, Duran. Yeah, Stay away from the mic. Duran's so, like, girl. Um, for those in New York and Long Island and New England, make sure that you are protected and ready to go. Yes. yes. Make sure you have PSA. your provisions, your yes. your liquor. Yes. Your, get your snacks, get your chili. Yeah. Your support liquor. black events. Ooh, chili sounds That we good, forgot right? to support for five years. But support <laughs> that. Oh. All right, we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Because Miss Carmo's got a declaration. I mean, you said it was a mess, Yara. You the one who proclaimed it. Uh, I did that. But, I did that. but you know how and corporate re- does. Corporate gives, giveth and taketh. Corporate giveth and taketh away. And she should always show the hands, giving something, and taking the plane away. <laughs> they fly she in. Has. They fly in. They be like, wait, do this, do that, and change this. Baby, when my I phone mean, rang, I'm like, what? We're changing something. To be fair, I was. I banned tequila two years ago. She did. She came back. From the show? Yes. Oh yes! Oh, yes. I know about this. Oh uh-huh. yes, tequila. Why? Because I was drunk on tequila, so I, yes. I don't remember. Yes. You should have banned rosé. It was see what had happened was there Damn. was there was a live show where y'all missed a whole bunch of cues because of tequila, and I said no more tequila <laughs> in the studio. But she came back. Yeah. But, we, we but it wasn't what, that nasty tequila. You know what? It's contraband. You know what was so fun? We actually did not drink tequila after he banned tequila. Well, actually, what? Yeah, but, but also Fireball. We don't drink Fireball. Oh God, anymore. no. Yeah. I was one, I started that. Yeah. Oh, we, you. I, that was I, the I first was blaming thing. you for no, that. That was her. No, so that was actually, her. I, actually, when I came on, you were like giving me the. I'm like, why? I, actually, I actually started drinking on the show. Yeah. There was no drinking. Oh, I was oh like, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, we were very yeah. low key about it at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We didn't. We didn't go hard. And then we're like, oh wait, no, this is brunch. Paint it now. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I think whatever, girl. When we went to when we went from twelve to one to twelve to two is really when the drinking really really kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ori, uh, oh, yes, my declaration. Yeah, so, you know, Miss Carmody yeah. lived a long life, and throughout that long life. She's not wrong. I said what I said. She, she done lived a long has life. had certain beliefs about online dating. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, I think definitely people know about this. Yeah. We've talked oh, about yeah, this girl. many times. I mean, I, I don't not flap about the it. The listeners <laughs> have heard about this. Well, um, so I will start from the beginning. The uh, very good place to start, Sound of Music Reference. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so, <laughs> during the COVID, <laughs> I'm not even. She never brought me back. <laughs> um, so, I. Last year during Corona, I actually I downloaded um, the apps because there was nothing else to do. So, you know, you get on the app. So, and I was going into my office once a uh, once a month just to make sure everything was together. Mm-hmm. And there was somebody who started to text me on the app. It was a headless horseman, of course. I was going to be headless horseman, but um, it was a headless black horseman. So I let it fly because he- no shade. There's and different dynamics. There's you a dope girl. Yeah. So oh. the person sent me a we pic- know sent me mm-hmm. a picture and all of that. I was like, okay, whatever. No, would you be talking about? Would you like to meet for a drink? I said, baby, I'm not meeting you for a drink in the midst of Corona. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cut to 
delete the app months, months, months later. Uh, there was someone that uh, I actually found a friend of mine who was visiting on the app one time. And he had sent me his number. I said, oh, shit. I didn't take the number off. So I went back, downloaded the app. And then in the midst, the guy saw I was on. He's like, oh, would you like to go have a drink? I said, mm, I don't know. The same guy, the same, the same hairless Hartsman? Yes. Or, 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 yeah, or yeah. Okay, so, it. like, I didn't remember. I said, I don't remember what you look like. I, this is the first thing I did. I said, I don't remember what you look like. Send me a picture and go for a drink. He said, well, I guess it's just going to be a mystery since you delayed the app. Mm. I said, okay. Oh, say to try man. something new. He said, okay, meet me here. So, long story short, I actually went out on a date with someone <gasps> from an app. What? Mm-hmm. Girl. You on a date? I went on a From girl. an app? Sorry. <laughs> that See? pause was so See? funny. <laughs> That was a ellipsis, bitch. No, that was just nasty. Look, Duran. Duran, look, I went out on a date with a black man from an app. So, oh, that's a headline. That's what I did. Y'all are reading each other. I, I, yeah. I will finish it. Just I'm nasty. not going to say Wow. Just nasty. I just started. Ooh, who's reading who? Uh, uh, who? Who's doing who? who? <laughs> she said, I went out to date. I said, yeah, I went out to we'll date. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. Oh, but anyway, so it gets better. So <laughs> We know about Nike. Not the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's you starting this week, girl. Not you two, Not you too. Shade, the first word of shade is what? Shade begets shade. Shade begets shade. Yes. The cloud has just yes. fallen. The cloud so has we, fallen our studio. We went out. We invited him to box. We went out and had a drinks and stuff. And not only did I go out on a date with someone from Grindr, which I have never done in my life. Never. Never, never, Allegedly. never, never. Okay. No, no, I fucked people from Grindr. I just never been on a date with someone from Grindr. Oh, oh, that was the distinction? Wait. Semantics. Wait, what? <laughs> Okay, that's, we'll, a, that's we'll, a thin we'll line. That. Okay. That's, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll roll no, on that. No, girl, I met a girl in the corner. There's a grocery store and sucks her dick. And from Grinder, but I just not gonna go sit down with you and have drinks and talk about my life. Why? Speaking of, y'all use sniffies. I we'll don't get, know. We'll get to there later. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what is that? We'll you get, know what? We'll get there. I gotta, we'll, uh-huh. get there. Uh-huh. we'll get there. Uh-huh. We'll get there. Go. But we gotta, we gotta get to. Um, okay, so the, let me the, hurry. Big, the big reveal. So, yeah. and I went there and had this date with this person. Not only did I have a date with a person from Grinder, I had a date with somebody who was Nigerian. What? Oh my God! Ooh. How was it? Did you talk about jollof rice? <laughs> I feel like that would have been the date quickly. <laughs> we actually did. That's not. more of a third date thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. actually did not. But I was like, it, he was a very nice gentleman. Uh, he was very bougie, of course. You know, and he was, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and but this is the gag. So he went, you know, he told me to have a drink. Girl went over there. I was going to the bar. I said, this nigga, you invited me for this cocktail. You're going to have to buy the first cocktail. So he bought the first cocktail. We're drinking. We're talking. I said, I'll buy the second round. Uh, and I went over there. I said, oh, we have the same thing we had. <sighs> when I tell you, when my bill came, I said, I gotta, I'm going to have a vodka, uh, I'm sorry, a gin and soda and whatever he had. Like that would be thirty dollars. I said this motherfucker had an eighteen dollar drink. Mm. I said this is why I don't see. See, I said the Lord. No <laughs> wait. You told me it was seventeen dollars. You went back and you recalculated. You I like, surely did. Yeah. I add the tax. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> wait, what did you order? Uh, some uh, top chef tequila on the rocks. That shouldn't be. We're, we're, well, doesn't matter. But like, I'm about to say, now that wait, where were you for eighteen dollars? We were at like, we were at shorts. Just your shorts. Not familiar. It's just boxers. 
Uh, well, that's, that's your problem right there. Yeah. No charge anyway. You and only go to boxes during happy there. hour. Well, happy hour ends at seven now. Boxes. They have straight people happy hour. It ends at seven. I feel like the bars, the gay bars, are oh, what they used to be. They're more no expensive. Not nine no more. Well, oh, anyway, that was no. the best thing about we boxers. Had a, we had a you don't really, get off work at seven. Right. Anyway, that's sad. We had a really nice time. Yeah. He was to talk to... Um, but okay, so this is funny. I didn't put a craft, so I handed him my flyer for my party. Uh, I'm having on the 28th next week, uh, disco party. And he was like, "Who's is? Are you Lady K?" I said, "Yes, I'm Lady K." He was like, "Oh, do you do drag?" I said, "No, technically I've done drag." He didn't ask me, "Do you used to do drag?" He said, "Do you do drag?" So I answered the question. I'm not currently a queen. <laughs> Um, I may have been in the past, but though. it was nice. But I think it's one of those people that's trying to find themselves of even a little bit more oh, of age. Okay. Was thirty eight? Oh, did you find him attractive physically? I did. Okay, I did, I did find him attractive, but it's uh it's bougie. It's like it's like bougie to the point of where like it's it's bougie, 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 bougie. It's not. It, it's literally like, oh, I don't do that. Oh, I don't go there. Oh, the buffet. I don't. I don't. It's one of those. I'm like, oh, it is yeah, one of those. Yeah, I like. Oh. I like the bitch. I'm an old African hungry bitch girl. I like to do things. You know, it's one of those things where. But he wants to be free. It's mm. one of those things where I am not. For me personally, I am not doing this anymore. Getting a girl right with herself for her to leave me and go be somewhere else. Right. Yeah. No, well, I mean, that's why it is. I like, I said, is that catch 22? It's just like, eh. So, I guess my question is, like, would you see him again? Yeah. Given, oh, no, I mean, no, no, we're going to hang out again. Okay. Because you know why? Boxes was too loud when we we're there. Mm, and of course. I, look, I, I, I have had a lot of growth, and I'm just like, well, this might not work out, but we couldn't really hear each other. So, mm-hmm. let me go somewhere where we can actually sit and hear each other. Mm-hmm. And you know, and talking all of that, and have a bougie experience. Like, why not just? Like, oh, I love it. I it love it. Be like yeah. a couple. It's Embrace not like it. you're signing, you know, five dates no, to be like. That's on the a problem. Is I'm like, very bougie. The thing is, I'm very right. yeah. okay. So because well, here's the thing too. It's like I mean, like you'd be like, we're gonna go to the Met and just see how he responds to it, right? No, no. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. I am super bougie, but I'm not bougie where it's not supposed to be bougie. And so I was just like, you can't. It's with pe- okay. This is just me. I like people who are bougie, but who know when to be bougie. It's yeah. like we all bougie. Like I go to the med, I go to ballets. I do all of that. I know how to do that. But when we're at the bar, we're hanging out, with friends, and kicking it. Like we we'll smile because everybody I hang out was very smart. I don't want you to always have that thing up. But at the same time, I like. Oh, you know what? Take a chance. But again, like mm-hmm. I said, it is not. I am forty-two years old. Me trying to make sure somebody releases them and become their gay freedom. Bitch can't do that no more. I did that. You're not shepherding no more. No, girl, I don't shepherd mm-hmm. enough men yeah, away from my motherfucking. Wait, I don't shepherd enough men away from my motherfucking flocks. Uh-huh. Ooh, all right, all right. Speak on it, yeah. Corinthians. You know, so no, you know, it's hard. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so it's one thing like I, I ain't leading no yes. more to water. You better. Drink I'm not leading. I ain't leading no more to girl. Girl, come ready to go. Like mm. if you ask me, are this person? I don't think for me, I don't think he wants to be that. I think he no. wants to let loose. And oh. I think he's looking for someone to help him with that. Oh, and no, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm no, not, not that, that person. person. No. no. That's, that's all it is for me. No. Mm-hmm. No. Very the, handsome. <laughs> now, that being said, we'll that. that being said, I will indeed, you know, at the detriment of my soul, I will lay down with her because, you know, I'm not a savage. <laughs> I mean, that being said, let me just ask the question of this as part of the segment. Oh, Lord. What have you done <laughs> for me <lately>? differently? <laughs> what have you done differently for yourself 
I ain't done shit for you lately, girl. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> what have you done differently that you didn't do before? Like, oh. seriously, like, I've never been on a date of an app before, and I've never been on a date with Nigerians. So right. I got one. I never painted my nails before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I this saw is that. Your first girl. time? Yeah. Well, it's my second time now, but, okay. like, it's a new thing. I love it. No, girl, she looked like she lived in Bushwick. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Yeah, I'm mm. going to wearing a dress. She needs to move over uh, here. Ugly dress. I've tried new things, but I can't Something say any of them on the air. Right? Yeah, don't do that. Oh, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, girl. I don't know. I can't remember of anything new that I've done. I think uh, I am more like, I used to be the type of person that loved to like reach out and connect with people and like, you know, yeah, let's go hang out. Let's have drinks. Let's do that. I'm done. Mm. Oh, that okay. part. So like, yeah, you call me, you text me, you like. If a girl wants to be if with me, she'll find If a girl wants to be with me, she'll find me. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I'm not out here trying to like, I just sit at my house, put my puppies. I ain't got the time. Mm, okay. So it's yeah. you got a garden now. Yeah, I. It's not as good this year though, but we, we, you know it's it's, it's there. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I'm not clamoring to go out and like have mundane interactions with people. Mm-hmm. So, Come on, mundane. Yeah, I don't have it to do. I so. think that that's what the thing. I actually I've been doing a lot of stuff. I'm, I have another thing I'm trying to. Maybe I'll do a little stand-up comedy set too. Yeah, but I also I am going to meet with some professional. I have a few friends who've been doing it for years professionally, so I need to learn what it be. I, when I do art stuff for me, you know, I throw myself into it. So I've been trying new things. I'd like to do that in Saint Croix. I went to Saint Croix. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, it was ninety percent women and ten percent of men, and no stereotype. But they did what they did. <laughs> The girls fight. Was there some titty in? No, there was the girls were fighting. The girls were fighting. We're oh. fighting. I just kept my cocktail and went to oh, Yeah. Well, it's but, nice to watch a fight from the sideline. <laughs> but I think that um, it's time that everybody should try new things. But I think that you have to realize who you who you are as a person. Right. Um, um, I think a lot of the mistakes I made uh, dating when I was younger, I do not want to make them because I would be one of the mixture people are comfortable. Mm-hmm. I would have definitely this guy right now. I would definitely throw myself like, oh my God, let me show you how much fun you can have, how much open you could be, and what you could be this. And he'd be like, oh my God, you're such a great friend. Get away from me. I don't need no more friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I will say this. I've been a little bit more, uh, well, a lot more open and free in a, I think, a mostly positive way. <clears throat> Well, that's good. I mean, you have to live. <laughs> oh my God. You, you, oh, I mean, everybody my God. has to live. I feel like on new things, we realize that like you walking out the water know. making me feel terrible girl mark he looked yeah. he had instagram walking out the water honey <laughs> a little piece of body little good girl and i went and took orca to the motherfucking beach oh i kayaked Oh, you kayak. I kayak. That's quite a transition. Oh, wow. right. She did. He's talking about she kayak. I was I like, bitch, you did what? My beach photo at Cherry Grove turned into your kayak. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about you. Oh, not that. I know you gave me like a half a second. Half a second. And then went back to you. Another so, right, new right. thing that you've been doing are your dance parties. And I have. coming up, right? So, well, it's, I don't want to call it new. It's called Revisit It. Oh. So, Revisited. Revival. Revival. Dance Revival. So I, I've had a lot Resuscitated. of. Resuscitated. I have a very for me and music. Music's like a drug for me, and it's different. It's really like a drug for me. No, and same. I just kind of we started this thing. So, Duran and I a long time ago uh, wanted to have a chromatica party. So we had a chromatica party. We had our first chromatica party was just me and Duran and Micah during COVID. Mm-hmm. We had we had all safely. Mm-hmm. It was just the three of us. <laughs> I know, but safely, safely. Yes, safely. Yeah. And in no, no, the CDC you were guidelines. six feet away. Yeah, exactly. and and no, no, we, right. we literally yeah. made food. We just we all had a bad week, and we just all had a good old time. It was a mess. It was a good time. 
And then the second one, and then I was just like, you know what? I miss doing um, parties and DJing. I was like, girl, you're doing this. And I did it on the bar once, twice, and the, the, the bartenders, they make money. So like, keep doing it. So I got promoted to a night party. I was doing yeah, day parties. So I have a Saturday, time. Saturday night, 10 to 2. So I'm doing an ABBA party. And I just, things that used to make me happy, when in, uh, I'm bringing back to myself because- I find that when I second guess myself, and this is no shit, when I let people in my head, no matter how close they are to me, unless it's like advice that in the benefit, I get fucked up. Mm. So I've just been doing me. Mm-hmm. And it's been working. And I've been better. Okay. And I've been growing. And I've been, you know, and my office is moving. <laughs> Oh wait, wait, wait! Are you wait, what? Is, it, is it leaving? This said is breaking location? news. Breaking right. news. Well, we're going to 17th, and <sighs> we're going to be moving from 16th. So we're, we're oh, girl, down the block, going down the block. <laughs> but, <laughs> but will there still be windows available yeah, windows for Pride. to watch the girl? No, <laughs> windows no. and walls. So what? sadly, this year was going to be my last Pride party. So the last Pride party I had was my last Pride. The party. last Pride oh, party. You mean the one with the the one with the fight? Yes. yes. It was ended iconically. It was I, no, I was there at the party, but I didn't see the fight. Oh, I'm glad I took my cousin out there at that time. Oh, girl, no, that was a full full bloom brawl. What? That's Mr. Uh, Ross. Who? Who? We'll who? have to talk about that after uh-huh. the show. Off the air, because I'm there. curious. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it was, no, but it was that, Henri. I knew, but see? I wasn't gonna put her out there. I knew exactly. Oh, who girl, we talked about it on air, girl. Yeah, I knew who it was because that's the only bitch that would be doing. You that know stuff. what? I was saying. Oh, 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 wait, was that in the first? <laughs> <laughs> That was in Miss the first room. You didn't have to be messy like that. <laughs> I don't know who said that. <laughs> wow. was, that was that in the room where the food was? It was in the... It was... Uh, <laughs> Mark, he's an inner fat girl. <laughs> no, it, it was in every room where a bitch got thrown down the stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. That wasn't me. I had nothing to do with that. Was the food okay? I, a- <laughs> I can say what I want to say because I was the girl that took the hits. <laughs> and I would like to thank Miss Molly. Yes, I did a drug that night. And without promoting you, please do not take drugs. Kids, it's bad for you. However, I took that Molly. <laughs> and the hits fell. A oh, white girl, he knows. Oh, I said, oh, I said, oh, my God, it hit me. Oh, oh, okay. That's not bad. One more punch behind the neck. <laughs> no, but anyway. Sometimes that's Try new things, y'all. Try new things. Break, you know. Every bitch here, well, Doran's the young, youngest person here. He's 35. So every bitch here is living correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do you feel Oregon. good about I yourself? I think it is definitely. I do not. She's the youngest at 35. So I'm going to take this away from her because I'm going to go to the music break now. The second yes, music please. Break. Please get and to the music break. We are, like, who does she shake? That's where I was going. I was trying to get there. And Everyone. so I just picked, um, <laughs> since I went on a date, I just picked three tracks that like show kind of a dating experience good bad or indifferent oh, God. so i picked uh, uh we're gonna start with don't you want me when you see the man hunting by human league one of my favorite things in the world and then we're also gonna have after don't you want me we're gonna have reuben mcintyre why haven't i heard from you because he ain't texting in a couple of days mm. uh and then we're gonna enter after so he, annoying and then we're gonna end with after he's fuck you and bang your back and good with it let's do it uh Yes. yes. So this is our little thing. So you're listening to Question of Mind live on Radio <laughs> Free Motherfucking Brooklyn. Yeah, I cannot. <laughs>
Yes, y'all. That was one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite artists, Miss Robin Honey, with Miss Do It Again. Again. Yeah, yes. so um, we're going to let Micah tell you where you can subscribe to QSOM here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, yeah. If you enjoy listening to Queer State of Mind here on Radio Free Brooklyn, you can like, rate, and subscribe us on your favorite podcast app. Um, likewise, you can also go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Queer State of Mind and look at our entire archive there. And if you like the music that, we're li- that, you, that you're listening to in today's episode or previous episodes, you can go to Spotify and find the official Queer State of Mind playlist where we have all of our music available. Yes, I love it. I just want to say this is a moment that I haven't had in a long time. We actually have all the girls here. All the girls. Um, I cannot wait for the day that we actually have both Sam and Rebecca. I know. You drop that phone one more time, bitch. (laughs) The actual girl. Before we get into it, I do want to make sure that everybody helps keep Radio Radio Free Brooklyn on the air. Now I can't talk. You know, it's the second hour. (laughs) (laughs) We don't don't got Barbara together, girl. We got Barbara together. Make sure you keep this wonderful station on the air, and you can do that by throwing us a little coin. Go to the Radio yes. Free Brooklyn website, radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate. You can donate one time. You can donate every month. You can donate as much as you like, and it helps keep this wonderful show and all of these wonderful shows on the radio. That's right. Yes. Radio donate ahead. Brooklyn with Brooklyn We have been lucky. Like. Thank yes. you for listening to us. You guys have really made us a hit on this radio station. I um, When we started, and we you know we will make like a top five, top ten, we're very happy. But now, thank you so much. You've put the pressure on our ass, girl. Every week, honey, number one talk show, number five, top ten. And we want to be number one in the station. So tell your friends about us. Yes. Hey, Mom. You know. Listen. Hi, oh. Miss Vanessa. So thank you hey, so Ms. much. Vanessa. Keep supporting us. We have some big things coming up here big. and some big changes. So we are also going to need your coin. So <laughs> <laughs> send it, buddy. Keep for the details. So, so but that being said, we're about to go into a segment called What You're Watching. Mm, what you watching? I'm going to start real quickly. I have been binge watching The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Baby. Because <laughs> when I tell you they have brought a drama. Funny enough, the most famous topic on the blogs currently is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, what? episode 12 and 13. Oh, my God. Because when you talk about putting a foot on a bitch's neck, because, you know, Erica Jane, the whole thing with Tom Girardi, who was the, um, uh, like Aaron Brockwood, she, oh, all of that. Husband, right? the yeah, her husband, right? Yeah, husband. Baby, that was an old white southern fish girl. She on that bitch's neck. That bitch came with notes. She said, went to her lawyer. She said, oh, I don't want to be seen with this bitch girl. And the black girl's like, girl, uh-uh. me too. So there's a black bitch and a white bitch. Black girl, white southern girl, and an Asian girl. The three of them looking at her like, I know, girl, we can't. Mm-mm. That don't sound, you, this don't sound right. Right. Oh, no. So that's good. I've been watching that. Yeah, Garcelle Bouvet. Garcelle Bouvet. Uh, oh, I know Garcelle's, but I don't know what the scandal is. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, well, the scandal is, you remember the guy, Eric Brock, Brockovich, the yeah. guy that one thing? So Tom Girardi, actually, he's a big victim lawyer. Mm-hmm, yeah. He has not been paying the victims for over 20 years. He's been taking the money for himself, over $80 million. Oh, yeah. And his wife is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she, yeah, I know, she, Erica. She said she didn't know nothing about it. Oh, she mm. pulling the face. And so the girls they are over there. Putting, they oh, got yeah. a, she pulling the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they got a shoe on her neck, girl. I mean, it, it's been, it's like, honestly, like, if y'all, if you don't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or any of the Real Housewives franchises, this is the season to watch because what? it's just like, because there's, there's also a whole, like, racism thing that's underlying the entire thing. Yes. Everyone's like, what do you mean you don't see race? Like, it's Color, great. Yes. Season like yeah. I and it's, it's, it's been the black blog. The black blogs have been all about it. Yeah, and also they have, an, they have an Asian American um, on there. I guess it's a really good season. It's a it's, it's a, a, really it's a TV good. show. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it reads very very well. And so I've been watching that. Of course, Drag Race, um, mm. which have been really both Drag silky. Race, 
Yeah, Drag Race uh, America, Drag Race Holland. Holland is amazing. And you know, the Philippines is going to be like yeah, I heard they're Philippines. Philippines. So that's two Philippine shows. There's going to be one Dragged in, dragged in which is Manila, um, with Manila, right? and there's also Drag Race oh, Philippines, like which is going to be like RuPaul. And Drag wow. Race Canada's coming, and there's another yep. show. Drag- and UK is coming. God, and the Drag Race Espana is coming. Oh, Espana was so good. Espana was. Good. Uh, there's more Drag Race coming. You know, well, okay. this yeah. franchise Our is just it's jumping. The, it jumped. It jumped the shark. Yeah. It's so good. Wow. And RuPaul's only, you know, she only does the, the major markets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the ones speak English. Yeah. She, she well, does I, only do the major markets. I think mm-hmm. the, she didn't do Canada because they wanted a Canadian. They she wanted a Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. And but I think too, she has. I, I would hope that RuPaul has ownership stake yeah. in. Oh the, yes. The the franchise oh, absolutely through World of Wonder. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, I mean, she's oh yeah, a, I mean, she's, she's a theme song. She's a smart girl. Yeah. She has no, no, worked she, for a minute. She's like I know the deal is. Let me have a stake in it. She's just wheelbarrowing to. I hope that she changes and and absorbs. Changes in her production. I'm hoping that they'll go drag race South Africa. Wait, 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 oh, I'm sure wait, wait, they will. Wait, 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 what were you saying? I hope that she adjusts her production crew because I hope that if we've recalled when she got in the war a few years ago. Oh, there was a lot of them. And, yeah. and, and it was a friend, and actually a friend of mine asked that question from BET. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, you are sitting here casting this show, and where's the diversity in your cast? Mm-hmm. And Ooh, in your crew. directorial and your crew yeah. production. To be there, there, there was there was. Yeah, I don't know how you can be fair. Oh, that part. When you have about nineteen people up on the stage and one is of color. No, I, mm. and that was rude. Okay, yeah. I'm not Who? saying that. I, I said to be fair, as in, I think when the show first started, the first five seasons, it was her. You uncross your arms like that, Duran. I'm saying that once you go to a certain level, when you get to Viacom and all of them, and it becomes that corporate, she becomes it's a corporation now. Yeah, but she could have done more to. She could have done more to. Advocate. Right. No, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not There's, denying that. The big critique. Miss Gibbs, not, can you speak on this a little bit more? No, <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm not. denying that. Stuff. Right. No, because I mean, this is a. It's, I mean, I think it's also adjacent to our industry. Well, it's also mm. just kind of similar to like you know, like we look at Beyonce, right? Like Beyonce made very clear that she was like, I'm gonna have like black performers, yeah. like mm-hmm. band members, all this right. stuff. Like the B Day era was all women. Mostly and black she, women, yeah. but she has yes. been also been intentional in other spaces to yes. demand exactly. having a certain yes. level of inclusion. Right. Keep so it Ruth has not. Yeah. Keep it consistent. She, you, she, you, she, like she knows the legacy. She knows the challenges. She should have brought all the girls with her in that vision and in that production. Think, Otherwise, like that's why I stopped watching the show. I was like, I don't get this anymore. Can I ask this question? That not devil's advocate. Do you think that? And I know maybe sometimes this is how I am. And this is part of my traumatic thing. Sometimes you're just happy to be somewhere and you would take the shit the way it goes. So she's of that generation. She's of that generation. That's the thing. Right. right. So that's I mean, a valid question. You shut up like, and keep it moving. Right, exactly. Because right. you're, you're just happy to be at yeah. the table. Yes. And she was the first. Yes. Right. Like, the first. But, right. Un- like, but unfortunately, if we look at any uh, progress in our society, Harriet could have said, you know what? I made it across. I made it to the north, so I'm just happy to be where I'm at. I don't have to go back down no, and pull right. up anybody else. So the fact of the matter is that's not acceptable because mm-hmm. that is not that is a limitation. I don't want to say has, that that she, has held black culture. I don't, but I don't exactly. want to say that she's not lifting other people up because that would no, be inaccurate. That, yes, no, I didn't now, say does that. She not, is yeah. she doing it in like the scale that we, as the outside public, expect her to? Because no. it's about our expectations, right? right? Right, and we have to acknowledge that, right? Um, right. No. Right, absolutely not. Especially no, you because know. so much of drag is based on black. Culture, exactly, right? exactly. Which is like and she I, could have said, "I'm going to bring in this team," but I don't know what her team looks like. Does her, is her team comprised of black people? I can Maybe honestly not. say They're to not. you because They're and not. we need probably to not. Yeah. have just a little empathy. There's actually that thought process of I made it at the table. 
that is a hard thing to break for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very much it's crabs in a barrel. Like, that's like a thing that I we've mean, had with black marriage. Well, I hung around probably. a few older people this week on Instant Croy, older black people. And some, the way they were like received from young people, they just could not believe it. They could not break what they were. They're like, they literally were using words. It was just like, they cannot break it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not saying it's right. You know, it's just, you can point it out to them. You're like, hey, it's a new time. You need to get, go with the flow. Right. And learn something else, you know. But they also sometimes don't know how to do it mm, right. because they didn't have things available to them to help them know how to do it. Right. But like he said, to his point, there were also people who, during that time who were able to break through that. I mean, like before so, that, before that time, there were right. people who did it. You will not get progress unless there's individual commitment. Yeah. To advance right. the culture, to support. Yeah, everyone around you, and I'm not. I'm not RuPaul. I don't. I did not have her journey, so I cannot speak from her position. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I completely respect and understand that. However, yeah. as a little person who's not her, everybody like, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Just sit here and be like, okay, well, you know what? I no, want. I exactly. want. A, I want a half a seat at the table. So let me not bring somebody else. I have had to break myself like, of no. that with like with like younger I've people. Dealt like, with that at yeah. 42. I'd be like. Sometimes I look at the twins of me, girl, girls, like, girl, why the fuck are you doing that? I'm like, I've had to break myself of that. Be like, girl, just because it seemed right at the time, it wasn't right. It was just because it was just what it was. Mm-hmm. Right. It was absolutely wrong from the beginning. Right. So, and I think something to keep in mind too is like, um, so those who haven't heard, there's a great little podcast by Willem in Alaska, the Page Podge, Pageant Pod, and it's like, it brings up like. No, there's, you know, yeah. yes, there was like Miss, there's Miss US of A, there's all these pageants, but then like Miss Continental had to come around because they weren't allowing trans girls. Miss Black Universe had to come around yes. because they weren't treating black girls properly. Right. So like, there's an understanding that like we still have so much work to do. Right. Um, but also like we need to be, we need to be mindful of all the different folks who make drag. drag. And actually, what's funny enough is Tasha Cole, who's a, a former Miss America and a former Miss EOY, she was the first queen to do padding. Nobody wore pads before because right. she used to play a football and she became a drag because she was a butch guy. And so she started padding and they used to make fun of him because he did padding. Mm. And so now everybody pads. But we have to progress. And I think it's just not being willfully ignorant. But when you're willfully ignorant and you have a corporate corporation behind you of white people who want certain things, it becomes a little bit crazy. I mean, I'm honest in the Beyonce example, but Beyonce, she stood on that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that was what she started with. She didn't just get up and change it. You know, she was, that was what she was, right. she was doing. RuPaul didn't start that way. I'm not giving him any excuses, but, you know, she's not doing what uh, Miss uh, TH is doing. But, you know, we're not going to talk about well, that. Well, but at the same time, too, we have to acknowledge that when... It was a. It was about being at a point when you could do this with your yes. brand. Beyonce, when she got to the point where she could have right. this influence, she took that influence. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Paul's now at the point where she could have that influence, but is she taking advantage of it? Is she using that privilege? Mm-hmm. It's better. I, I, exactly. I, 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 I guess the question would be, who was her audience, though? Right. Like mm-hmm. if we're looking at her audience, her, her audience, audience was yeah. gay, right? And in the beginning, gay culture always respected black gay divas. Black trans people, right? Black singers, always. Black musicians. She didn't have. a... am not saying that she had it easy. Yeah. But if she's <laughs> black music and culture dominated a lot, mm-hmm. and maybe possibly still dominates a lot of gay right. culture. So it wasn't like she went out there when she started the show aiming to be mainstream and no. be a straight white family in Maine. Mm-hmm. Right. That wasn't no. the target audience. The target audience were the gay kids, and gay kids being all of us, mm-hmm. and. If you go to any city or any suburb, 
you hear black music, you hear black culture, right. you hear black divas, and the girls are supporting black trans and and not supporting, but going to see black trans girls perform. So yeah. she, all she had to do was bring that consistent identity and expand it and say, oh, this is where I came from and bring the whole family in. Well, And then I'll, everyone would be like, oh. I understand your point, but it's not that I, I don't know that that is fully representative of how it is for everyone because there's still lots of places in this in in the society where blackness is suppressed as a queer person you know right. i live in the midwest mm-hmm. and it is very homogenized and very white we're right. living in new york city is a privilege because you right. have access to people like you and multiple intersectionalities right. and that's not the case everywhere i would think the suppression that. is the people or the music because the music well people will always love suppressed. our products but not love us right. you know true. we're commodifiable so i would say this much um when the drag race first started, oh, this is a good top, by the way. Um, when drag race first started, it was very gay. And that's why a lot of things became quote unquote problematic and that weren't because at first it was just for us. Yeah. Well, it was like it had to be consumed circle. mainstream. Said, yeah. When it was like, oh, you got she male, like when it was all of those, it was a puns for us. And it's the also girls. generational, too. Yeah. It's just yeah. generational. Yeah. But for us and the girls. So we were kicking together, our trans girls, we all were kicking together. We were together. in on the joke. In the joke. Yeah. But what happens is, and this, this is the thing, I, mean, I fought it. When something becomes bigger than you and you bring other people into it that don't get the joke, you can get mad at the fact they don't get the joke. I was like, why is she doing it? Why can't I say this? Why can't I do this? Because now it's beyond just the girls sitting in this room kicking. It's well, the it, other girls because they don't get it. It was people without context and without people history. People without context and history. Lens, exactly. And, that then, part. And, then, and, then and then they're like, oh, this is wrong. You're like, no, it's, it's not. And then trying to convince people of that, then it makes you seem like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what? And I don't know at that time when that happened with her, if she just went, fuck it. Let them just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, literally. She but, could have just been like, fuck it. You know what? No, well, this, no not in, you, they're not in the joke. But when you're running an empire, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you can't say fuck it. You have to go with the flow. And yes, hold. There's a journey to get yeah. there. Yes. And the last thing I'll mention is that if you look at the '90s sitcoms, Martin, living single, none of them said we're going to hold back to conform ourselves to a certain appearance. They brought black culture to the shows, and those shows were successful. But that was intentional, and we don't have time to get into that, but that was intentional by the producers of those shows. Well, next week we will, y'all. Ori's going to be back next week for the music show. And thank you so much, Ori. Would you like to take us out? We have um, 30 seconds. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Queer State of Mind. Make sure to catch us on our social media pages. You can find us at QSOMNYC on Twitter. Search for Radio Queer Queer State of Mind on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And follow Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be back next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.